Be confident in yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't be so thirsty and doing too much too soon. <laughs> Chill out. Enjoy the process. I'm a rise, no fly, stay strapped in, tighter than a sprinter sports brass, turning to some slides, Kansas, Indiana, more country than to McGrath, somehow still got the range of a car ass, head on straight, probably could have passed a bar ass, better than whoever you bet was getting far ass, started from the bottom, stealing cookies at the jar ass, now she getting all the supernova, she is power ass. Bitch, someone call way for the sitch. Kim got braids in this bitch, no shade in this bitch. But most niggas can't say shit to a bitch like me. Three, two, three, zip. Head, shoulders, knees, drip. THC, my T, sip. You ain't even in my oh, shit. She just got a little Lit. bit of bounce. Do it, with it, get it, little bit of bounce. What's interesting to me about fashion is just, you know, coming from a lower income community where people are still so attuned and aware of fashion and trends and like what's going on in hip hop and music and finding their own ways to work around those trends to make it their own is what I find so fascinating about fashion and also it has the potential to be so accessible to different types of people so for me like I love thrifting in particular because like I grew up going to like New Jersey outlets with my parents and like really sifting through antique furniture or like old designer clothing and coming up on bargains and like feeling the thrill of that hunt and of finding that special item of clothing that really like I don't know, made me feel good, made me feel special. And so when I would like look at trends or look at artists and like observe what people were wearing around me, I would use that as inspiration to then go to different thrift stores where I could like make those outfits come to life. And so that's what's so inspiring to me about fashion. It's just like in any way, in any form, you can find a way to not only be inspired by it, recreate it, but also make it your own. And it doesn't have to be so expensive. Entirely. Like going to thrift stores too is also an interesting experience. I feel like it's straight up hit or miss every single time. Oh, There's for times sure. Like, yeah, I've went, I went with one of my boys, um, Derek, and this is like back in college, back at Westland. And we ended up going to, I think, Salvation Army or just something like that, or one of these thrifting stores. And we're searching, searching, searching just for things because we had a fashion show that we were yeah. going on for, for the campus. And they got down to a point where I made a left turn. He made a right, opened up, <laughs> went down one aisle, ended up getting like some vintage ass bomb ass bomber jacket. I'm just like, damn, if I would have just made that right instead of that left, that me, you know what I mean? So that, that day, that day was a complete miss for me and all hits for him. So it's like, it's interesting too, because within like that whole thrift and realm, you realize how much fashion starts to recycle itself, you know? Yes, exactly. Like right now we're seeing everything from the nineties come back. And all of that clothing is all, is in thrift stores because people gave that shit away, what, a decade ago? And yep. now if you go back in, you can definitely find that type of clothing for a lot cheaper. And it's probably better quality than what we're seeing today, you know, with so much fast fashion and cheap materials like at H&M, Forever 21. Not trying to throw any shade. I love those stores when I need a quick, you know, something. But at the same time, like, we have to think about how much 
waste we're producing, especially given that cycle. I mean, that fashion is so cyclical. Mm. But where that's another thing I love about thrifting, Eric. I think you your experience speaks to this. It's just so fun, you know? It's like in one moment you can find something that's like, oh my fucking God, nobody has this. Like I'm about yeah. to be the flyest bitch. And another <laughs> day you may go and like not really find anything that's sitting with you. And that's perfectly okay. Thrifting allows you to just go in with no expectations, with just like ex- excitement to find something new, different, creative. And that's what I love about it. You know, it's such an expressive art form you're like picking through things picking through different materials to really find what is resonating with you in the moment what's dope about thrift stores and also about kind of what you were saying earlier about your overall approach to fashion and and what you enjoy about it is that i feel like a lot of people nowadays kind of associate fashion immediately with like high fashion or with luxury Um, but it's like some of the dopest people who come to mind a but just like in general like the dopest like fits i've seen has really been people who have just like been super in the cut aka thrift store or like just didn't have a lot to work with and that like encouraged more creativity and that allowed them to make something take you know it's it's like sampling like you know i think of hip-hop and i think of clothing but also like hip-hop is just such a form of where you're taking things before and then just like remixing it and i feel like fashion is definitely a dope way of doing that and a way that you know you can enter the game without necessarily needing the deep pockets that you know a lot of the the style icons that they have (laughs) no that's a fact absolutely that is such a fact and when I think of fashion icons today, like people I look up to, they all started in thrift stores. Like that's one thing they all mention, you know, like going to thrift stores when they were younger because they couldn't afford clothing or their parents loving antique stores. So like that's where they started putting shit together. Like the whole ASAP mob, like they started in Harlem, they started in thrift stores, Tierra Wack, like all these incredible creative artists who aren't just singing but like are really using fashion to express themselves started in in thrift stores and I think there's something so special about that and there's a way in which like thrifting is so communal right like you get to Mm -hmm. see what the community is giving back or like what they have worn and now a new person can come into contact with that history and that story of that item and recreate it and make it their own and then maybe one day pass that down to a sibling or a kid, you know, and fashion can be so sentimental in that way. And I think that's so beautiful. No, entirely. And I feel like anytime I go through like my pop's clothes or at the time my grandfather's clothes, when he has some clothes over here, I'm just like, damn, this is a fly ass shirt. You know, cause I feel like they would just casually fly back there, like without even trying to be this person that was like outwardly expressive or someone is just like, I'm going to put on a suit today because I'm going to be the suit guy. You know what I mean? It it was really just like regular. It was just something that it was part of their day-to-day activity. Yeah. Like they didn't overthink it. And a lot of people definitely overthink it. (laughs) these Mm days. 100%. Yeah. Azim, that reminds me of your comment with the emphasis on luxury goods and high-end brands. Just like hypebeast culture has propelled that so intensely has made it so intense like in order to be or to seem cool or just fashionable or fashionably aware there is a way in which brands are coming into the scene so much more and like with Instagram and media and the way that we can tag brands on our clothing and create these relationships directly with brands like that's totally altering creativity and giving off the sense that like we need to be investing in these 
high-end goods, like spending a lot of our money for this social clout. That's just not true, you know? Like my favorite line is, money can't buy style. I'm not dressing in the highest end clothing, but like I know I look good because I feel good. I know how to put my clothes together. And at the end of the day, having a brand across my chest isn't going to make me look any more fly than like feeling really good in like blue jeans and a white tee, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that definitely speaks to the times too. Back in the day, the effortlessness of like looking good, putting a fit together, like the appreciation for the way the outfit was constructed. Whereas now it's like, it seems that if you just have all the brands, then that is stylish when in fact it's not. I also feel like we are also realizing that too. Like there's plenty of times it's like I've gone out at night or even just like walking down the street, especially like in Soho, someone will just have a brand across their shirt. And you can just tell that they're just dressing as if they're, I mean, they straight up got it off a mannequin. You know what I mean? Where it's like, all right, this brand is right here. Those jeans are cut right there. So people know what it is. And these sneakers. And it gets down to a point where, of course, I guess that's a way in which they're deciding to express themselves. But how much of that is completely group thought, you know? Right. Or I mean, or does that, that sense of uniqueness play in it? Because going back to what you were saying about ASAP Mob. A lot of the brands and stuff that he was rocking and repping back in the day, no one was on it. He was able to utilize that, especially like if you listen back to Peso, that song when he's rapping about Raph Simmons, Rick Owens, at that age, whenever that came out, I was not hit to none of that. So in my mind, I'm like, oh shit, this is really some fly shit that's happening, you know? But then I think over time, like you mentioned, social media has made it where it's like, all right, let me put this label across and now I'm just as fly as Rocky. And it's like, nah, you can't be Rocky. You know what I mean? You could dress like Rocky, but you can't. You can't copy the style. You can't copy the swag. Exactly. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not shaming. I'm not trying to shame anybody. Of course, of course. Brands and invest brands. Like, trust me, if I could be dripping in Gucci, you better (laughs) believe that I'm going to be in Gucci. But the way that I'll be doing it is very different than the way that, like, my favorite artist is doing it. Like, yes, I may be gaining inspiration, but it's not going to be my whole fit. It's going to be like what works with me, what works with my authentic self and like what works with everything else that I'm working with. You know, like I guess what I really advocate for in fashion is like finding your true, your true way of being, like your true sense of comfort. When do you feel the most comfortable in clothing and like what brings you the most joy in what you're wearing and how can you continue to cultivate that every day, even if it's just by like a little piece It could be Mm -hmm. an ex-scarf. It could be like a little, a belt, you know, something that provides that type of happiness on your body to me is just like really special. And I've always found a comfort in it and like an importance in that. That's dope. Damn, I feel like this is a a good place to pause and do some intros. I heard the phrase authentic self. I'm like, oh, we should tell you something. (laughs) That's right. So what's up, y'all? Welcome back to our communal podcast, You Free. Got a Zim on the line, Eric as always, and who's joining us? Hello, my name is Perla. You can call me P. I'm in education. I'm a teacher. Currently working at a museum. Um, yeah, it's really fun. But I'm generally interested in, you know, themes of social justice, self-expression, any form of creativity. I'm from Uptown, Inwood, represent. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
And yeah, I don't even clap to that up, uptown. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, so you know the way. It's like ah, uptown Brooklyn. Uh. <laughs> and this from the Boston area, so I don't even know how I'm still talking to this kid right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! Anyway, to keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, but to to bring it back to what you were talking about before, like when thinking about just elements of self-expression and about the things that you put on and just making sure that things are comfortable throughout the day. When I studied in Denmark at nighttime, everyone wore black. Like you would be an outlier if you wore any kind of color whenever going oh, out at night. You know, so it's just like, our, our, especially like in a city like Copenhagen, are people just comfortable because they appreciate that style and those colors are the lack of color or are they more comfortable by feeling that they're fitting in, you know? Yeah, you know, that's so interesting. I think about that often. Like, we have the privilege of living in New York City where every day somebody's just, like, going to a fashion show, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. there is no limit to how expressive you can be in New York City, and that's something I'm so thankful for because I don't think I'd I'd be able to feel comfortable in a place where wearing all black is a norm, and if you're not, then, like something weird is happening with you. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. And I feel like even in those cultures, there has to be some inkling of what is this about? You know, like somebody who's questioning that, somebody who's like changing the tide. And that's what Mm -hmm. I'm most interested in. Like I'm most interested in people and in styles that aren't necessarily trying to imitate everything that's going on or like all the trends that fast fashion houses are are feeding to us but rather like people who are going against the grain and like trying to stand out in a sense because to me that's what's interesting to me it's like that's a reflection of what you were thinking this morning or like who you are and I want to know more about that like where did you find that tell me the story behind this like this is so cool and I think you only get that sense well not only but I feel like I've only met other people who are really interested in fashion have that kind of like intrigue with it, you know? Like I can't have a conversation about fashion with somebody who's like really careless about how they look or how they feel because there isn't that excitement behind it. But I feel that people who truly invest and like are truly interested in the art form have that sense of like intrigue that makes it so much richer and deeper to talk about fashion (laughs) yeah but what so what do you think about a person like steve jobs or mark zuckerberg who sort of created their own personal uniform which became their own personal style that now other people are copying off of you know what i'm saying like how does that sort of come into play when thinking about fashion and self-expression like i think the fact that it was their thing is what made it authentic to them and therefore that's why it's so iconic you know like Everybody knows the Steve Jobs turtleneck because that's something that he did and he took on. The fact that everybody now is copying it is a testament to how like cool it was for him to do it. But is it the most authentic? I'm not sure. Can it be authentic to them? Absolutely. It's funny. That actually brings to mind. So I had a friend who was visiting uh, from Nigeria and he ended up staying in the city for a few months and he literally brought two outfits with him, but she was just hand washing like during the week and just recycling between those two outfits. And like the one time I went out with him to the park, I think like double digit folks <laughs> came up and like wanted to take a picture with him and were like, damn, like that's a fresh fit. Where'd you get that? Like, oh, shit. And, and he was just there like, I mean, he took a picture with everybody who wanted to take a picture, but he wasn't like 
you know, even wearing it for that. So it's kind of like an interesting intersection where it's like, he was literally wearing just like traditional kind of what he would be wearing on the day to day, not thinking about it just, you know, because that's like what folks out there were wearing. And then you bring that into a new environment like New York and suddenly everyone's like stopping to try to like post him on the gram, you know, it's yeah, interesting. That's so interesting. It's interesting too, how the gram has become this space to like, ID yourself as something like either as fashionable or like as knowledgeable about certain things. It's really revolutionized fashion and style and like the way we communicate those things with each other. I think what's so interesting about fashion too is just that it is a political thing. Like mm -hmm. fashion isn't only just about creative expression. It's also like about socioeconomic status, like what types of brands can you access it's also about identity. You know, some people dress themselves in particular ways because either they want to identify with a community on, on the street, they want to be recognized by certain people, or they want to communicate a type of like politic. It has a lot to do with like ability to, you know, we often don't think about how people of varying mental and physical abilities think about dressing themselves or like how they're dressing in the streets as well or like mm -hmm. are fashion houses even thinking about for example wheelchair users when they're making clothing and like what does that mean you know like there's so many levels and that like that fashion penetrates that it can become just so I don't know it's just so dynamic it's so interesting to me <laughs> I keep coming back to this like just like awe and wonder that is kind of vague but that I want to like portray <laughs> it's interesting you said that fashion is political anytime I th think about like the presentation of self I think oh what's political I think of it more in, in sorts of like hairstyles you know like mm. Even like walking down the street now, you'll you'll see people who are just a lot more expressive and comfortable with the hairstyles that they're that they decide to present with themselves on a day to day basis. You know, whether it's locks or people are coloring their hair, cutting it all off, doing big chops, so on and so forth. That's why I really thought I was able to connect um, that form of politicizing that self expression. Yeah, absolutely. I resonate with that. You know, like as somebody who straightened my hair because I just kind of came into that culture and then later realizing like, I don't know, that it wasn't something that necessarily works for me or like how I was coming into my sense of self, like going natural or like doing a big chop was at once a reflection of my politic. And it was like a reflection of me just being more comfortable within myself. So I think there is this way that as we become more comfortable with ourselves, like maybe our fashion reflects that or maybe the way that we're dressing ourselves is is a way that we communicate that. I think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's also like, it's a great way of kind of crystallizing your narrative in some senses of like being mm -hmm. able to look, see what you were wearing, you know, before you had certain self-discoveries that allowed you to be more prone to self-expression uh, and then what you're wearing after and like things like that. It's like, even with a, a lot of artists, you know, you see a fit of a certain artist and you're like, oh, I remember like that era of that artist because they're rocking those true. clothes. So it's That's kind of so dope. true. Know, you're kind of telling your own story and like because I also like I make music and so I, that's one of the things I love about music is I'll go back and listen to music but it's also like fashion to your point earlier is something that everybody partakes in just by like getting dressed so it's like everyone has pictures of themselves from five ten years ago and what you're wearing then versus what you're wearing now maybe it's the same maybe it's different but either way that 
says something about the narrative of your life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like oh, fashion is so de- definitive of decades. Like when we think of the eighties, we know what people were wearing in the eighties. When we think of the nineties, it's a similar thing. So that's why it's like, it's inescapable in that way. You know, it's linked to our memories, our understanding of music, our understanding of culture. It all comes together through fashion, in my opinion. The -hmm. culture really comes together through fashion. Not entirely. It's interesting. Like the older I'm getting, the more, um, at least for me, it's like less is more. You know, I've been building somewhat of a uniform for myself because there was a time in which like, I really believe like I do not want to wear the same clothes and the same outfits and repeat it ever in my life. You know, and it's like, what the hell was like going on in my mind at that time for me to just think that <laughs> it's okay to always just cop a new fit for every single day of the week? Was like media playing a role in it? Was it just like, I was just feeling different about myself on a day-to-day basis, you know? Mm-hmm. That's interesting, you know, because media absolutely plays a role in that. But I agree, like as I've gotten older, I've definitely reconsidered my purchases a little more. I think like, do I just want to have a lot of clothing or do I want to have a wardrobe? Like, do I want to have pieces that really speak to who I am in a timeless way? Or do I just want to like buy shit and get rid of it within the next year or so? So yeah, like I've I've also had to, I'm not like you, like I definitely don't like a uniform. I think I like that sort of change and variety, Mm -hmm. but I am more careful with what I do buy and I try to be more intentional with my purchases and like really think about how I can style it in different ways or like whether it could last for a longer time or like whether I could see myself coming back to the piece even yeah, yeah. and it, it's dope too because it comes full circle at that point where it's like maybe some of the old fits that you aren't feeling you then give to a thrift store someone else exactly the, one person's trash fit is someone else's fire fit <laughs> And that's exactly. where, that's part that's probably one of the reasons why thrift stores exist like people want to just sell the clothes that they no longer want that's so right and i think you know i want kids so when my mother gives me clothing it's so special because like it's something that we share together like we're both very interested in this so when she's like okay you can have this or like even when she gives me jewelry I'm very like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like this, again, this is like a piece of history. This is a piece of my family. So I think about clothing in that way too, or like I anticipate doing that with my children, even if they may not be interested in fashion, like I would still want to share that interest with them through some of the the things that I've like really cherished over the years. And fashion is cool too, because like if you really get into the trade of it, like if you start to see it as an investment, you can flip it too. And that's the great thing about not buying only fast fashion. Like you start to come across some really great pieces that like, yeah, you might invest in, but at the end of the day, either you could get your money back or you could flip it for even more because good shit is valued even higher over time. So I see it as a form of investment too. It's not just like an expression but it can also become financially beneficial someday oh yeah and that's what people are like buying and flipping and selling sneakers at, at the yeah, rate that it's totally. happening right now wow, that's, Absolutely. that's beautiful that's a fact <laughs> no because like we were we were um having a conversation with one of our friends not too long ago and he was discussing the fact that um with ways to express yourself is it in order to then brand it in a sense and then be able to flip it for your own personal gain mm. and that's why I'm like when i look on instagram and i see a lot of artists or musicians um or just people who have just a general influence on them 
are those clothes that they're rocking something that they actually want to wear or on the back end is it just money being tied to it for them to be able to promote it you know yeah see that's why instagram is fucking so much so many things up because like again like what is authentic like are you just doing this partnership because you really believe in it or is the the price tag really good or like can both of those things coexist Mm -hmm. but then like what does it mean that we're getting so much of that as consumers like what does it mean that every time i see some really nice sneakers they're also attached to like not only this really big company that's funding one of my favorite artists who also has their own brand like it's just there's so many motivations nowadays that it's hard to decipher like what is authentic or what is just for a price tag I don't know it's like I feel that in this heightened age of consumerism I personally have been doing just so much more work in my own mind around like do you really like this or like is this something that's you're just seeing a lot and you want to to fit in and you want to like copy this or I don't know. I've had to do a lot of that work of like really checking myself because it's so easy to fall into all of that. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, oh 1000%. This person that I really love just did this really cool thing with this other brand that I really like and respect, but it costs this much and I don't really know. You know, like it's so easy to fall into those traps because at every angle, at every turn, there's something new coming out. There are more people collaborating. Like there's something else to buy. And so. I do think that as consumers, we need to be more careful and more aware of some of these processes because like we could definitely be pawns and all of that shit that's going up higher than us that we're not even aware about. No, that's true. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's a deeper thing in fashion probably than some other forms of creativity, but also like that kind of speaks to something that I struggle with in other forms of creativity too, where it's like, how much am I being influenced in a good way of like, I want to, you know, emulate this thing from this person, but like everything should influence you, right, to a degree. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like you don't want to let it influence you too much because then you're like, well, I'm not trying to be out here biting it. And like fashion is definitely something that that A, happens a ton in and then B, like also gets muddied in particular because of a lot of these like brand collaborations and because of like the price tag that is on it at the end of the day, as opposed to maybe some other forms of creativity. That don't have well i mean most forms of creativity have a price tag on them <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> there's always a bad no attached. yeah it's it's so true it's interesting you bring that up about music tourism because i remember at one point lil wayne said that he only listens to his music and at that time when i heard him say that i was confused by it i'm just like so you don't you're not interested in like being influenced or hearing sort of what other people are doing out there and then i realized later on that that helped him get that unique style and that unique sense of self you know mm. same thing with fashion with Kanye like he is a father so now him bringing I guess like bringing dad shoes and popularizing to the way it is it's just like this is just cozy and comfortable for my daily life you know what I mean when I'm <laughs> taking I guess like I, from his perspective I, I would assume like one of his kids to a ballet performance or a soccer game or something like that you know that's true you know and like Kanye's style is so interesting because it really has changed with his personality or like with his agenda of the moment or like whatever he's going through in the moment. And like, he's totally in his dad phase now. So all of this like dad ass clothing makes a lot of sense. That's what he wants to wear. That's what he's comfy in. That's what he thinks is like the new wave. So like, to me, it makes sense. People don't like it, but I'm like, see, this is a guy taking his like most authentic self and making something that he believes Mm -hmm. with it i don't know 
No, 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 that's valid too. I mean, that, and that's what we're saying. Like with with hip hop and fashion, the way that's just merging continuously had a relationship with each other. Even when you look at hip hop and the way that we've gone over time, or within that realm with clothes, like people aren't wearing baggy clothes, even though like that's now coming back and being recycled. It's just interesting. Like where exactly are these thoughts being formed, and how and how does it get to this level of a group consciousness? That's so true. Yeah, no, you're right. Like I think about baggy jeans maybe five years ago would have been so like just funny. Like I feel like if I would have mm-hmm. seen somebody walking down the street with baggy ass nineties jeans, I would have been like, What are you doing? <laughs> what are those? But like today, just like on the train, you could tell that was what was trending. Like everybody had on baggy jeans. I'm even like, oh, baggy jeans. And like, I'm really not a baggy jeans person. So like, (laughs) that speaks really loud. Um, And it, because fashion again is so cyclical, it's like, are we just doing the same things over again and like adding a twist? Or is this kind of just meant to be the cycle of fashion? Like, is it every 10 to 20 years, something comes back and we should just accept that? Or should we continue to like expand the boundaries of fashion and I think when we get into those those deeper meta conversations about like identity and like representation and yeah like that's when I think fashion will actually begin to expand I think something that I'm really appreciating right now is seeing people of different body sizes more fairly and accurately represented I think that's really so important and really changing the way that we view fashion or like even desire you know like I feel like Thick women in particular are having a a really great moment of desire in the media right now. And like, what does that mean? Of course, it's complicated. It comes with its flip side. But like, even 10 years ago, we would have never seen that. So I think once we start to push these people making our clothing to be more representative and like true to what is actually happening in the world, that's when we'll see a real like change in fashion. Bring out the dots, get back to basics. If I get stopped, it's back to basic. Bad be lost on my whaps and laces. Ting set, good no, she can't be basic. Fez ask questions, I get evasive. That's no comment up in the station. Gang can't sleep on a violation. Swear I'ma spend all my savings. Switch off my iPhone back to basics. No, we ain't watching faces. Violate us, man, are catching cases. I was on the high road, armed and dangerous. Stepping in some one-away trainers, no introduction needed. Painting already know what my name is. And this year's only money I'm chasing. Don't make me spend all my savings, do it for the cause. Go play the field, get fluent with a ball Life is tough and you ain't with the law Seven jobs, no, you ain't been on tour You ain't never been on license festo Tryna put a bill through your door Yo, go there, do it with a ramble, do it with a force To the scrub, I can do it in a wave or do it with a stove I just stamped to this line and shine and I ain't even do it on my toes I can brought this scrub into pebbles or do it in a load They think I do, do the gang them do another road But then they know it's the usual, now me escaping the studio Risk all long for the cuffs, so I just bust on my cube Lord knows life is confusing Now I'm just tough, no trim, they don't care if my head back rough Same way all of them galley on us Bring out the dots, get back to basics If I get stopped, it's back to basic Bad B, lost out my whaps and laces Ting set, good no, she can't be basic Fence ask questions, I get evasive That's no comment up in the station Gang can't sleep on a violation Swear I'ma spend all my savings
Gotta switch off my iPhone back to basics No, we ain't watching faces Violate us, man, are catching cases I was on the high road, armed and dangerous Stepping in some one-away trainers No introduction needed Painting already know what my name is And this year it's only money I'm chasing True stories, I ain't got a lie in my raps I was beside the feds with a nine on my lap Gotta look straight forward, try to relax If I get pulled this time, it's a wrap And I still get flashbacks to the cold nights in the trap A man slept on the floor, no heater Tottenham boy, I put the tea in Tanita On a first name basis for the shopkeeper And he already knows what I came for Cling film and a Ribena Big smoke on the feature Come a long way from drawers in the pouch 13 scores in my mouth on the same line Trying to get all of it out Fast forward, now I turn star boy Man, I don't stand on corners Two left feet when your diamond's dancing Why your shine looks so awkward? It's one on the chorus With a better sceptre That's what the girl them ordered And you better lock up your wife and daughters Cause all my guys are ballers Bring out the dots, get back to basics If I get stopped, it's back to basic Bad B, lost out my wipes and laces Ting set, good no, she can't be basic Fence ask questions, I get evasive That's no comment up in the station Gang can't sleep on a violation Swear I'ma spend all my savings Switch off my iPhone, back to basics No, we ain't watching faces Violate us, man, are catching cases